Mary, you've gone rogue. Mary, 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 you've gone rogue. Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime comedy podcast that exclusively investigates non-crimes. Yay! Yay! And you'll probably hear that that was perfectly in sync, and that is because in studio on this day today, we are welcoming back Miss Kira O'Sullivan. Yay! We're in person together in LA! This is the best day. Welcome back. How's it feel? Good. Yeah? Yeah, I missed missed LA, mostly because I missed all my friends. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so happy to be back. It's good to have you. I saw you yesterday for the Super Bowl gathering and our friend Sean's birthday, and yeah, it's nice. It's nice. I'm sure like the weather too is just kind of nice to vibe in for a little bit. Oh, LA is the best. Mm-mm-mm. How are you, Griff? What's going on? I'm good. I just got back from the desert yesterday. Um, had quite the journey out there and I feel very reset and centered and it's just always nice going out there in general. It's a completely different like world, literally mm. like stuff that I've never been around growing up and plants and the mountains. It's just very like therapeutic. Yeah. Um, and I just try to get out that area like a few times a year just to reset and come back to the city because the hustle is real. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you know. And um, yeah, I just feel very like empty. That's the word I feel. I, I feel know empty. you keep saying that to people and people keep like, I've heard, I heard you mm-hmm. yesterday at the Super Bowl to keep telling people like, oh, I feel so empty. And people would be like, oh, like, I'm sorry. And you'd be like, no, no, that's what I wanted. <laughs> I just feel like you like walk through whatever your life, like like carrying things or like putting things on for people or for work. And I just wanted to go out and literally like just take everything off, Mm -hmm. um, like physically and I guess spiritually. Good. Yeah. So that's what I wanted. You support that, right? I I support that. Yeah. Okay. Well, is that enough ketchup? That's plenty of ketchup. Plenty of ketchup. Let's get to the mustard. Yay! Which is this crime. I'll be presenting today. This crime was submitted by, we're going to call this person Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary. It's a fun one. It's, I don't know a thing about this. I'm like, no. I'm very excited. This one is relatively new to our inbox. It is petty and fun and workplace related, but it's a specific workplace. We're okay. starting to get those kind of crimes being submitted and they're, yeah. they're juicy, juicy. Um, yeah. The bus garage was really good. That was so fascinating. Every time I pass by a bus when I'm driving, I think of Queenie, totally. Princess, and my time on the bus and how thankful I am to have a car, but I work for that baby. Okay. This crime occurred <laughs> in the year 2020. Mm-hmm. Remember that year? Yes. The year of our Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the year that he took a nap. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um, those involved, like I said, Mary. And then we're going to call the man in this story, Jonah. Okay. Jonah. Jonah. Again, we're okay. just like running through the list of like random names. I know, but you sometimes do something referential. So then I'm like, Jonah, okay. Hmm. What are we alluding to? But you didn't do that today. Okay. Maybe not. And like the character profile she builds out for him, uh, hipstery. Oh my God. He's oh. wearing something very appropriate for the story. Too. These glasses? Everything. So let's just dive This in. whole thing? This whole thing. Do I look insane or do I look reasonable? I like it. Okay. I like it. It's like making me think about who you are. Like your fashion's making me think like, who is this person? Don't think too hard. <laughs> we won't exhaust ourselves. <laughs> no, I like it. It's a vibe. Okay. Mary it's very and New Jonah. York. Like I can see, even on your Instagram, I'm seeing like New York, like start to 
Mm. Yeah. Infusing you. And it's, yeah. I'm a bit of a sponge. I love that. In the sense that I don't really have a very strong sense of self. Mm -hmm. So I just. (laughs) (laughs) I went "Mm -hmm," before I heard what you were going to (laughs) say. So I like 20% just sort of absorb what's going on around me. That's, I, I feel similarly like I. I just like to adapt to my environment, like yeah. the way I dress at home versus LA versus New York versus in the desert. Like, I don't know, dress for the part. Yeah. And oh today, God. And when you're in the desert, you got to dress for the desert. I have to. <laughs> and my journey to be empty. And by, and by that, I mean, I was naked most of the time. I really don't think we've made fun of you enough for you keep you going around and telling everybody, oh God, I feel so empty. No, I needed to. Yeah. I really needed to feel empty. <laughs> Uh, like, I know what you mean, and I appreciate yes, it spiritually, yep. but it also is a little unhinged. 100%. And I, <laughs> in saying that, and I think before we started rolling, I, I hear myself saying that, and it's like a kind of an eye roll moment, but it's yeah, also yeah. like, that's just how I feel. It's what you mean. Yeah, totally. <laughs> All right. Enough about me. We'll save it for later. Shall we just dive in? Mm-hmm. Perfect. <clears throat> Kira and Griff, comma. I have been waiting to tell this story partly because I think I'm right, but I need to know what you think. Okay. It's a story of work drama, a terrible boss, and some petty bullshit. Mm -hmm. It's November 2020. I'm a sophomore in college in Houston and lost my job when the pandemic uh, started in March as a barista. Yep. Yep. Oh, started back. Right. Okay. So yeah, yeah. exactly. November, 2020 and same Mary, like I was working in a restaurant at the beginning of 2020 COVID obviously hit in March. Yeah. And then things tried to open back up in November. Oh, oh. oh I didn't re- I didn't realize this when I was reading. Yeah. Cause I also went back to a restaurant mm-hmm. in November for a month and then it closed back down. So got you. She's back here for a temporary moment. I think cool as a barista. Speaking of which, how's your coffee? So good. Mm-hmm. Thank you, barista. Yeah, Jade. Over the summer, I worked another barista job, which led me to getting COVID. Mm. So I was looking for a workplace where I could make more money and feel safer. Yeah. Fair. Fair. So I applied to this incredibly bougie cafe in downtown Houston with a pretentious French name that I will keep anonymous. So let's just call it Le Café. Beautiful. Beautiful. Le Café. Le Café. In Houston. Houston. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. Like the scene is set. I like that she kind of included the location. Totally. I think when we started this, we were a little bit nervous about even including the cities of these people. Uh huh. Yeah. And I think for very, very specific cases, we'll. We change it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think she wanted Houston to be set and repped. Um, Okay. And it's a, it's a big old city. Le Houston. Le Houston. The shop was in an industrial building with antique wood, white walls, and indie music. Gorgeous. Beautiful. I just got red. (laughs) A black beanie was a required part of the uniform. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just pause there. I've had to wear a handful of different uniforms in my, you know, corporate jobs, but also in my like restaurant jobs. Yeah. What are your thoughts on a black beanie being required in a uniform at a coffee shop? I've never heard of that. (laughs) I mean, like a baseball cap? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. But a beanie as part of the uniform is pretty wild. It's pretty particular. It makes, I mean, hats on heads, right? Especially if you have hair, keeps hair out of the coffee and the food you're making. But I'm getting the sense that this place is, she's 
included the word pretentious, mm. indie music, hipstery, mm-hmm. and it, you know, beanies. That's kind of like a staple hipster look. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a little bit like purposeful, I suppose. I worked as a cashier. So all I did was check out orders and box up pastries. To this place's credit, their food and pastries were and still are amazing. I would usually try to break the macaroons on accident to take them home. <laughs> Criminal or minimal? Minimal. <laughs> Tiny little macaroons. <laughs> the clientele were typically downtown assholes. Her words, not mine. <laughs> you, were, you were really nervous about saying that. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know this city and these people, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to trust. Her, her, her yeah, words, her, her words. words, not mine. The client, I'm going to say that a little more confidently. <clears throat> the clientele were typical downtown assholes. assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Who were also mad at COVID restrictions. So I was often purposely sneezed on or asked if they could speak to a manager. Oh, God. Purpose? That's like too much. Too That's, much to unpack. Yeah. <laughs> we simply have to move on. We simply have to move on. <laughs> Sneezing on someone is the like kind of a salty. Like that's gross. It's terrible. And we've talked about me throwing my coughs. This is a little different. Mm-hmm. Right? Please tell me rest. That manager at this place, his name was Jonah. Jonah was in his late 20s and just one of those people who never got past their edgy but also hipster teenage phase. Okay. He acted like Le Café was the center of the universe mm. and that all we had to embody and that we all had to embody the aura mm-hmm. of the café. He did a number of things that rubbed me the wrong way, but here are just a few. We'll, we'll breeze past these. He manipulated me to come to work on a day I was not scheduled uh, from 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. Oh, that's a that's an overnight shift basically. 9 p.m. to 12 a.m. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's or like 3 the hours. Shift. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right. He texted me, "You know, we could really use your help." And we're dying over here. So because I was 19 and unable to tell people no, Ugh. I asked my parents to drive me to and from the shop unexpectedly, which was very annoying. Yeah. And I get the sense that he wasn't very thankful with that. Mm. And it's also like when my managers at my restaurant need help on the floor, A, if I can help, if I'm free, I'll come in. Yeah. But B, it's a manager's job to like staff according to the expected flow. And I get that some things come up, but yeah. like- if I'm not working, I have other things I need to do. Yeah. Um, I mean, if it was a one-time thing, it's like, I get it. Yeah. It's also like how you phrase it, right? It's like, don't guilt me into it. Just right. kind of ask the fact, Yeah. you know? Um, and at 19, it's like hard not to feel guilty because oh, of course, you know, you're still learning stuff. And Yeah. Whatnot. At 19, I think I was uh, guilty every day of my life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same. <laughs> it's sort of just like the mode you're operating in. Yeah. 19 would have been sophomore year. Oh, my God debaucherous. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, exactly like her. Ugh, she says. (laughs) (laughs) So this all accumulated into a week in early March, 2021 Mm -hmm. when I needed emergency wisdom tooth surgery. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't, how did that escalate to an emergency? I don't know. Is it one of those cases where you go in for like a regular cleaning and they're like, oh, we've got to get these out now. I don't know shit about shit, <laughs> but I think generally no. Yeah. They, but they do say get them out before you're 35 or you'll never get them out. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> what emergency uh, wisdom tooth surgery means. Maybe Mary can. I don't either, but I'm, I, yeah. I believe it. Let's, I'm sure something was going on. Let's hesitantly believe her. 
<clears throat> so she needed this done in March 2021. Mm-hmm. Right after my dentist appointment, I texted Jonah informing him that I needed to have emergency surgery in two days mm-hmm. and I couldn't go into work. Right. So you're calling out with two days notice, mm-hmm. which to me is very, very manageable. Mm-hmm. By that evening, I heard nothing, which didn't really worry me as he was usually slow to respond. Mm-hmm. But by the next evening, the night before the surgery, still nothing. Mm. So I texted him again, like, hey, just checking in because I can't work my shift tomorrow. Nothing. So I went to the dentist and had surgery. My mom took my phone away from me because I was sending loopy texts to my friends, like a selfie of me with a cup of pudding with the caption, this jello slaps. <laughs> Okay, cute. <laughs> so I didn't see until the next day that Jonah still hasn't followed up asking where when I'd be back or acknowledging that I would be gone. Not a you problem. Well, yeah, what do you mean by that? You, you sent the text, Mary, you're good. Yeah. Oh, I I, I mean, I, I, I agree. It's just like, I wish that my boss would like kind of close the circle. On oh, yeah. That, right? it, it sucks when people don't close the loop. Yeah, because when when they don't, you're anxious that you'll show up the next day or your next shift and they'll be like, why weren't you at work? It's just, I don't know. Just yeah. like, say gotcha or something. I don't know. Hunted. Radio silence. So I texted again saying, hey, had surgery yesterday. We'll need a few days to recuperate. Still no response. Great. Very generous of Mary. Yeah. But she starts, she says, I was fuming, wondering how my manager could not simply reply to an employee. Mm-hmm. And I think this is weird. Like I just, just send her a response text. Finally, two days after my surgery and no response from Jonah, I sent him this message. Also, I don't think Jonah's like given her her schedule yet. Mm. So I think she's worried that he's like maybe phasing her off because of this. So uh, I sent this message to Jonah. Jonah, I have texted you numerous times about my absence from the shop and trying to inform you of when I can return back to work with no response from you. I can see that you are not committed to having me as an employee I am telling you now that I'm not that I am quitting and I will warn you that if you continue to treat employees this way, no one will ever be fully committed to the le cafe or your tainted management style. Thank you. Period. We've gone rogue. Yes. Mary, you've gone rogue. <laughs> so yeah, she sent a pretty... tainted management mm-hmm. style. Yeah. How do you feel about her sending this kind of message to him? That's wild. Yeah, wild. Wild behavior. (laughs) (laughs) She says, Petty, I know. He never replied, and I took it as a sign that I was finally severed from the dreaded Le Café. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I was terrified to go get my last paycheck, but when I finally summed up the courage, he wasn't there. When I called a year later to to ask for my tax forms and said my name, Jonah said that he didn't remember me working there. Huh. Finally, when I was a barista at a different coffee shop where I was supervisor, Jonah came in one night and didn't acknowledge me the entire time while I checked him out and made him his coffee. He went into the back room of the coffee shop with some friends in the last hour the shop was open. Annoying. Mm. Since it was close to closing, I was sweeping the floors and tidying up tables. What was weird was whenever I entered the room Jonah was in so that I could clean it, he and his friends literally would move rooms every time. They returned to the same rooms they had been... talking and just to avoid me. Well, were they moving because you were cleaning? (laughs) So they were being like conscientious. That's a fair point. And then when you were done cleaning, they would move back to where they were. (laughs) 
that's a really good point. I didn't think of that. And that's like a good example of these situations where you're, you're oh, so pissed and yeah. like your perspective of this person has completely changed. Yeah. So I didn't even think of what you just said. That could be the reality. But in her mind, she's now like, he's avoiding me. Right. No, he's right. running away from me. But they're like, oh, no, you need to sweep under here. We're certainly going to move out of your way. Yep. Yeah. That makes total sense. Maybe. I, maybe. I think it's weird that he didn't like when if you came into like a coffee shop and uh, you were pretending not to know me after spending a year with me, I think that'd be a little, little strange. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. So I think she's just like really like charged with Jonah. I mean, if I sent you a text message calling you out for your tainted management style, and then you were somewhere that I was, mm. would you say hi? <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. I haven't, I haven't thought of these. I guess we'll have, yeah, I don't know that I would. <laughs> you wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. You would ignore me. <laughs> she did. Come, I mean, she, she came for him. Yeah. yeah. It's insulting. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. We're, we're rounding home. And okay. Then we'll have to discuss because I don't think I was thinking of these things when I was uh, trans- transcribing this. I thought it was ridiculous, she says, but I need you two to decide. Mm. Was I petty? Is Jonah petty? Were we both? I think I was justified, but I need you to pass judgment. Nevertheless, I'm excited that I finally got to put this all down in writing because if not, I was going to put it on Yelp for the shop just for, <laughs> just for shits and giggles. <laughs> Love the pod. Y'all are amazing. Oh, y'all, because she's from Houston. Cutie. Love, Mary. Mm. So there it is. There it is. And that's all she wrote. Okay. So you bring up a really good point. Like, <laughs> I guess for me, I've just been in such like similar situations where all I've wanted to do, and this is the difference. All mm-hmm. I've wanted to do is be like, manager, this is what you're doing wrong. Yeah. These leadership, uh, like the, your leadership style is not good for the team, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, just like berate them with upward feedback, which totally. is what we called it at BCG. And but I, I just know my place and that's not really my responsibility unless they ask. I guess it's different if you want to hail Mary it when you're leaving. Hail um, Mary. Hail Mary. <laughs> oh, it's good to have you back. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was a choice. You bring up a good point. So you don't think if someone like came for your kind of behavior, you wouldn't really be the friendliest to them in person? Nope. <laughs> I would pretend I didn't know them. <laughs> Nope. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh gosh, that just can be so awkward. I guess mm. it's also awkward if you. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think? Well, let's get into the verdicts because I think. Yeah. I want to flush this out with some structure. Let's do it. <clears throat> so we'll start with we'll start we'll go through the story. Is Jonah guilty for ghosting his employee Mary with this emergency call up? Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Mm-hmm. That's so annoying. Yeah. He should have just like touch base with it right yeah she has like a surgery going on like yeah. let her off the hook let her know like totally have a great recovery mm-hmm. even if you can't do your shifts next week just yeah. let me know like yeah i don't know she has this like big medical situation going on let her off the hook and then some be supportive uh, all right is mary guilty for quitting as a response to that ghosting no okay. uh i don't know <laughs> All right. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of weird. (laughs) It is. That's why I wrote it out. It's like, I don't know that I would have. I don't know. She just. But I get it when something is like sitting with you and you're like, she's like, 
showing up for the appointment. And she's like, Oh, no text yet. Oh, 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 oh. like it's stressing her out. Yeah. Yep. And she's like, you know what? I'm done. Yeah. But the whole, the way it all shakes out to me, a little wacky. Yeah. <laughs> a little wacky. Yeah, for sure. Um, she seems like fiery, Ooh. right? Like I was going to write this on Yelp. I mean, she's joking, but she's fiery. She likes to like, yeah. Likes to get a word in mm. me too. Is Mary guilty for giving Jonah that upward feedback in that text? Um, so this was my only question about the crime. Okay. Did we get very much evidence about Jonah's management style? It didn't stick with me. Well, we had that. And so there's a second one. I, I skipped the second just for time, but like, let's circle back to that. There was the, um, the guilting into her coming in for a shift. Okay. Yeah. And then that's this, sort of typical to me. Yes. You have to kind of, ex and again, she's 19. She, I don't think she knows what to expect mm. maybe from just jobs, period, period. people. But like the second example she gave was when a certain winter catastrophe struck our city that right. doesn't know of uh, the city that doesn't know how to deal with snow and ice. Jonah made us all come into work despite the roads being icy and multiple accidents being recorded mm. um, to serve upscale food. Of course, under 10 people came in across the day throughout the five hours that we were open. Mm. I think she's emphasizing that they should have stayed closed. And he ended up firing a girl who was younger than me because her parents did not want her to drive to work on the icy roads. Well, that's bullshit. Yeah. Fired her because she wasn't committed, in quotes, wasn't committed to us and the shop. That's crappy. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad I, you asked that because, yeah, that gives it. some context into how he thinks, like, if you're not a ride or die for this cafe, then, like, we don't we don't want you here, which leaves very li little wiggle room for, like, uh, but it's, like, an ice storm out, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. But also, I think... This is like the kind of thing you don't know when you're 19. Mm -hmm. There's something really beautiful about getting a text from your manager and going, nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Nah. I think I'm good. It's also too, like, it's a manager's job to be there. Like, that's what the, the man, like, they're the boss. Yeah. And so with those 10 orders that came across the day, like, he should be at the shop. And I found that a lot of times. Or, or maybe not. Or not, or just, you mean if, like, if there's an ice storm yes, going on and exactly. he's like, no, I can't come in either. Yep. I don't know. For sure. But it's, if he wants operations to be open, then with the skeleton crew or just himself, mm -hmm. he needs to be doing it. Yeah. And I've worked with younger managers who just want company in that. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, Hey, can you come in? Hey, can you come in? And then we come in and we're like, why did you ask us here? Because they wanted the company. Mm -hmm. So good question. So is she guilty for that text? Uh, maybe. Yeah, I feel maybe too. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> strongly worded. Yeah, strongly worded. We'll do a strong maybe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, is Jonah guilty for purposefully ignoring Mary at her new place of work after all of this has gone down? Mm. This is tricky because it sort of like hinges on the last one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, when I wrote this, I thought, or wrote it out, I thought Mary was a lot more innocent than what we've discussed, like what I've come to now. Like when you hear it out loud, you're like, yeah, yeah that, ooh, that text was charged as yeah. it should be. But it's like, then don't expect, you brought up a good point. Don't expect Jonah to be like, oh my God, hi, Mary. Like, what's good? Like, <laughs> we miss you. <laughs> yeah. I uh, miss texting with you. <laughs> I miss texting. Oh my God, your texts are so yeah. hilarious. <laughs> You're so funny, girl. How are your teeth doing? <laughs> um, um, oh. <laughs> uh, I think not guilty. I think so, too. I, I think an hour ago I would have said guilty. Mm. I think now it's like, 
nah, like you got, you made a choice to come for him and he's kind of responding to that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love how our crimes evolve. Mm-hmm. Those are all my questions. That's great. Yeah. So yeah, let's, let's decide. Okay. Is she guilty for that text? Hmm. Uh, the let's... cliche is like every action has a consequence. Uh-huh. And like, like I said, I've had so many moments where I just want to be like, I want to, this happened at the nightclub I used to work at. There was a moment where I just broke and it takes a lot yep. for me to break, but it was the, it was just everything that, that night yeah. made me break. And again, like it takes a lot. And I, I kind of, I did something similar. It wasn't via text though. It was in person, yeah. which is maybe a, a little bit more appropriate because I it's agree. like, actually, I'm going to sit you down and actually like have a human conversation with you. Yep. Um, it's a lot more, more personable, but by nature, you know, I wasn't like let go because of that, but it changed the dynamic between me and my manager for sure. Yep. And I had to reap the consequences of that, which was like, now I don't really feel, I don't really enjoy working with this person anymore Yeah. after that honest conversation. Mm. But I also felt good that I had said something. So I was like, I, your management style for in this situation is not correct. Um, and no one else knows how to say that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he didn't really understand or take it that well, but like, yeah. No, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to rule her innocent. <laughs> and it's not your job today, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. <laughs> but I, I agree. Okay. I, I say innocent, okay. but then he is also innocent for ignoring you because okay. he yeah. insulted the man. Yeah, totally. He doesn't have to say a lot. Yep. Perfect. Both innocent and just, and live your lives. Yep. <laughs> Woo. Good case. This was interesting. Mm-hmm. Griff and I are so stoked we have a sponsor this week, Hello Adorn. This is a jewelry company that makes jewelry that is life-proof and perfect for every day. It's so cute. Absolutely. I'm actually wearing their Tony bracelet, which I've been looking for, a nice bracelet like this. And I've got around my neck their Hera chain, which is gold and just lovely for winter. Yeah, they're both like really handsome. I got the tiny twist earrings, which I love because I'm a baby. I only have one hole, but they twist in and they look like you have cutie double hoops. Like order them, they're so cute. And then I got an ear cuff for the same reason. It cuffs around your ear, but then it looks like double hoops. Get them, they're like so cute, so pretty. You look so good. And every piece is made in their Eau Claire, Wisconsin studio by their team of very talented makers. And they use the highest quality materials they can find. Um, Their pieces are nickel-free, hypoallergenic. And I personally love that they're based in Wisconsin. My mom's from there. So wearing jewelry that reminds me of her from a place that she grew up in is extra sentimental for me. Woo! We also wanted to highlight that Hello Adorn's Social Good Collection provides 100% of sales to various causes related to racial injustice, body positivity, women's reproductive rights, and more. Again, that's their social good collection. So head over to Instagram at HelloAdorn or shop HelloAdorn.com slash petty for 10% off your first purchase. That's HelloAdorn.com slash petty. Look great. Stay petty. Thank you, HelloAdorn, for sponsoring this episode. Thank you. Okay, time for some criminal or minimal. I'll start us off. Submitted by Emily. Hiding kitchen utensils from your roommate because they often borrow without returning. Criminal (laughs) or minimal? (laughs) Minimal. Minimal. (gasps) Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I think minimal. If they're not, like, they got to return it. Well, here's a question. (laughs) They're your roommate. Where are these utensils going? Uh, I mean, their bedroom. 
maybe. Mm. Mike doesn't listen, but hi, Mike, love you. But oftentimes he'll like, he likes to eat in his room. He's, you know, very, he loves his room. He's, he's depressed, just, yeah. <laughs> he just likes his like space and he likes to, you know, he's just um, yeah, yeah. introverted, you know. But he'll bring like a bowl in. And if we didn't have four bowls and I'd be bowlless. And maybe he wouldn't do that if we didn't have four bowls. But You have four bowls. I have four black bowls. And that is not a euphemism of any kind. Terminal. <laughs> but like cereal bowls? How many do you have? 28. What? No, I don't. I don't know. But four, you have to have more than four bowls between two people. Yeah, because what if you have five friends? I don't. <laughs> no, uh, but he takes them into this room, and then I, maybe I won't see them if he goes to work for a while. And so, right. if I need something habitually and it never is returned, I'm going to start hiding it. So I say minimal. Okay. <laughs> Too much to unpack. Submitted by Abigail. Criminal or minimal? People who make small talk in elevators. Minimal. That's a nice quality. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, getting into your car in a parking space and spending a few minutes on your phone when you can see another person is waiting for the spot. Mm-hmm. Criminal or minimal? Criminal. Criminal. Mm. I get it. If, 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 you, if you can see... If you didn't see, like, obviously, take your time. It, but if you see someone, like, blinker or uh, hazards on waiting behind you, like, Get a move out. on, Susie. Pull out, Susie. And uh, <laughs> just, you know, come on. It's easy. Yeah. Get off your gosh darn phone. <sighs> Submitted by Kira. Kyra? K-Y-R-A. Kira. Kira. Nice. It's a criminal or minimal. Paying for a group's restaurant bill and not letting your friends pay you back. Every single time. Uh, that is that is the hottest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> hot um, as in sexy or hot as like, that's a hot take. Um, Sexy. Oh, okay. Generosity. People, oh my God. If like people that pay for things, I'm broke enough that, that is, <laughs> that's so cool to me. Say, I mean, yeah, that is pretty hot. Okay. Getting the bill every single time. It's not criminal Mm -hmm. but also that's a lot Mm -hmm. it's a lot that's a lot i had a this when this was written in it reminded me of a very specific conversation at work and again a lot of wealthy people at where i work and oftentimes it's like that awkward like Mm. they throw their cards at my face because they're trying to pay and i'm Mm -hmm. like don't do that just like figure it out but apparently this group of friends this one woman came up to me behind their back and gave me her card I took it. Obviously, I paid for it. And when I dropped the check, her friends were like, oh, she always does this. And she was in the bathroom and they were like not pleased by the fact that she always does this because it was to them some kind of weird like, I don't know, like friendship is like reciprocal. So if you're always paying, it's like, what does that mean? And what are you storing up? And like, Mm. I don't know what what's going to what are you going to use that for later? I think they were starting to feel. Mm. So I thought it was just strange. Yeah, you got to do the tete-a-tete. I don't know. Unless you're like a. Jeff Bezos billionaire, in which case it's like, you literally are not going to pay. This means, I don't know. But it's also like some people like to pay because they've worked for their money and they want to spend it. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. you say innocent or minimal? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I say minimal, but mm, interesting. Yeah, interesting and a lot. Mm -hmm. Just like us. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting and a lot. (laughs) And with that, everyone listening. Stay petty. Stay petty. (laughs) 